Praise the Lord. Praise the name of the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Uh, want to give thanks tonight for my pastor and from for your wonderful saints in the name of Jesus Christ. To our visiting friends, want to let you know that you are our honored guests. We welcome you. And as we share together tonight the riches of God's grace, it will help somebody to just focus on the things of God. The word of God is already anointed. There's nothing else we can do but say, God, deliver your word in your own space and time. We thank you for your word. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. I want to share with you tonight a very simple subject. Be careful what you see and ask for. That's my topic tonight. I'll be sharing with you. Be careful what you see and ask for. Praise the Lord. My text is taken from 1 Samuel 8. 1 Samuel 8 and verse 1 to the end. Praise the Lord. I'll read in your hearing. And it came to pass when Samuel was old that he made his sons judge over Israel. Now the name of the firstborn was Joel and the name of the second Abiha. There were judges in Beersheba. And his sons walk not in the way, in his ways, but turn aside after lucre and took bribes, watch that word bribe, and pervert judgment. Then all the elders of Israel gathered themselves together and came to Samuel unto Ramah and said unto him, Behold, thou art old. And thy sons walk not in thy ways. Now make us a king to judge us like all the nations. Watch that word. Make us a king to judge us like all the nations. But the thing displeased Samuel when they said, give us a king to judge us. And Samuel prayed unto the Lord, and the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto the voice of the people in that this, in what they say, in that they say unto thee, for they have not rejected thee, but they have rejected me, that I should not reign over them, according to all the works which they have done since the day that I brought them out of Egypt, even unto this day, wherewith they have forsaken me and serve other gods. So do they also unto thee. Now therefore, hearken unto their voice, how be it, yet protest solemnly unto them and show them the manner of king that shall reign over them. And Samuel told all the words of the Lord unto the people that asked of him. Ask him a king. 
And he said, this will be the manner of the king that shall reign over you. He will take your sons and appointed them for himself, for his chariots, and to be his horsemen. And some shall run before his chariots. And he will appoint him captains over thousands and captains over fifties. And will set them to hear his ground and to reap his harvest. And to make his instrument of war and instrument of his chariots. And he will take your daughters to the to be confectionaries and to be cooks and to be bakers. He will take your fields and your vineyards and your olive yards even the best of them and give them to his servants. And he will take the tent of your seed and of your vineyards and will give to his officers and to his servants. And he will take your men servants and your maid servants and you, your goodest young men and your asses and put them to his work. He will take the tent of your sheep and he shall be his servant. And he shall cry out in the day, in that day because of your king, which he shall have chosen you. And the Lord will not hear you in that day. Nevertheless, the people refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, nay, but we will have a king over us. That we will also may be like all the nations. And that our king may judge us and go out before us and fight our battles. And Samuel heard all the words of the people, and he rehearsed them in the ears of the Lord. And the Lord said unto Samuel, Hearken unto their voice, and make them a king. And Samuel said unto the men of Israel, Go he, every man, to his city. Praise the Lord. Lord bless the reading of his words. We certainly give God thanks again for his words. And at this time, we want to put God's word into perspective and to see how we in our world today, how we in Christendom today operates when it comes to the divine word of God. Many people, it's so sad to say, they started out well. They started out vibrant, lot of energy, lot of love. But when it comes to the word, many people divert in their own little way and space because they just don't want to adhere to the word of the eternal God. 
Now, Israel have an experience that was so great and powerful where God is concerned. The very move of coming out of Egypt that should be a testimony that shall be that should be revising their heart at all time and to know that the eternal God is with them at all times and he's faithful towards the things that he say. But somehow they divert from the true and living God to serve idols. Now, the topic I want to share with you, be careful what you see and ask for. Samuel had two sons. He made them judges in Beersheba. They were not complying with the way of Samuel. And so the people look at it and they realize that this is not right. Well, nobody leave from the presence of God. It is right. It is so wrong. But his sons walk away and they turn aside to lucre and took bribes. You watch that word bribe. In all walks of life, people can be bribed. Um, we have our decent policemen who are trained to look after us. But somehow they take bribes, some of them. We have people in the secular world doing their thing. And if you just tell the boss that you're looking good and you're doing good, he will accept the bribe and to put you in a position that you don't even deserve because good name is what they need. And everything that makes them look good, that kind of bribe, they will shift from doing the right thing just to be bribed to do the wrong thing. Now, when it comes to the church, you have to be so careful that you follow the precepts of God line by line, precept upon precept. You cannot divert from the word of God to take bribe from anybody, an elder, a pastor, missionary, evangelist. When it comes to the church, it is a clean entity set up by God. And for those who think that bribe can work in the house of God, we better think again. That will take us nowhere. Praise the Lord Jesus. And so we got to be careful. Then all the elders of Israel, they gather themselves together at Ramah. And they says, no, we're going to trash out this thing with the boss, Samuel. They gather themselves there and they start to tell Samuel, listen, man, we don't want you to be our leader. We don't want no one else to be our leader. You find us a king that can rule over us, that can take care of our situation. Your sons won't be in line for this kind of kingship. You set us up and bring us a king that we can 
worship that can look over us and take care. Now, what they realize, didn't realize that God, the eternal God is their king. God is their judge. God is their everything. And so they put the proposal to Samuel. And Samuel looked at it. And Samuel said, well, let me have a talk with my boss, God. Let me talk to God and hear what he have to say. And so Samuel go and make their petition to God. And God addressed the matter. God says, Samuel, whatever they say, hearken unto their voice. I'm not directing you wrong now. But if they want a king, let me set them up a king. They want a king. And so Samuel hear the word of God. God said, listen. Don't be discouraged because they refuse or reject you. Don't be discouraged because you are a leader and they turn their back on you. Don't be discouraged because of the people's mouth. Because they have not rejected you, but they have rejected me. Now, when you look in our world today, you will find out some things that is going on. That once you stand up for right in our society, people turn their back against you. Once you stand up for truth and justice, nobody wants to hear that. They want to have their own way and do their own things. So they break laws and get involved in all kinds of things. It's so sad to say that the church get involved in this. When the church is fully operating under the spirit of God, people get upset. When the church is operating under the spirit of God, people begin to say things that is not in line with God's word. Now, if you're a Christian wanting to go to heaven, wanting to be do the will of God, why is it when the word is being preached, then people get upset? People don't realize that the word is God himself. And there are people God have in our world who he put words in their mouth to utter. People who God is anointed to preach and teach the word. Why is it people get upset with the word of God? Samuel was doing fine. It was lovey-dovey at first. It was all God's direction and they heed. But they look across the fence and they see what they want to see. And they want to ask for what they want rather than asking God. And so Samuel have to go to God on their behalf and say, God, this is what they want. This is what they desire. They are not looking at me anymore. And maybe because of my son, he deeds. Well, there's nothing I can do about that, but they forsake you. And so we got to be careful and adjust our lives toward the things of God. We cannot be carried away by what people think. 
don't get carried away by the nice looks of other things or what people have. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. We are here as a people. Read the word and allow God to give you the wisdom to comprehend what you read rather than going after what you see and hear. Because man, some things out there that you will hear. And if you are not careful, you will adhere to what you hear and what you see. Praise God. Some nice buildings are out there. But do you want the building or do you want God? Some nice words have been said by people's fear speech. But do you just want the speech to be happy or do you really want God? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Because what we are seeing now, people have an itching ear where they rather believe a lie than the truth. People have a dictionary where they want to be, believe what they want to believe and not the truth. People are in a situation now, if you preach too hard, they say, man, you, you, you are getting in my backyard. I don't need, need that. I don't want to hear that. Some people might even turn off the, the Zoom because what? You're going down my alley. I don't want to hear and all these things. But if you want to be saved, hook up yourself to the word of God. If you want to be saved, get your hands in the hands of God. If you want to be saved, dust yourself off, shake yourself up, and get into the will of God, because only Jesus one can do. Jesus tell um, Samuel, listen, whatever they say, just humble yourself and give them what they want. Because guess what? They have not rejected you, but they have rejected me. And we have to look carefully at the word rejection. You might want to think that rejection is that some little way that you put it. But when you reject the word, you reject the man of God. You know, from I was going to Innes Avenue or Keel Street down there, I preach message and people get upset. But guess what? What I was preaching, it is in the word. Them couldn't tell me that the word was wrong, you know. But them upset with the man that delivering the word. And I find this a problem. It is the word, yes. But at that time, you shouldn't deliver when you deliver. Or you shouldn't do this. Let the pastor do it and not you. That's how people look at the thing. Rather than say, you know what? It's coming from the book. I see it in the word of God. I'm going to humble myself and behave myself and accept what is said. But they vex the man of God. They vex with every hearers around your life. And people will even set up to destroy you who preach a word. They have done it to the prophets of old. People were destroyed for preaching God's word. Even this morning, Pastor talk about Stephen. Stone him because he was delivering. It's no different from our times. And um, people will go and undermine you. They look at your fellowship with other brethren and they will undermine you for the whole thing to pull up 
and that the friendship break up because they are not following the word of God. People say, Samuel, we want a king. God says, well, give them a king. Give them a king. Satisfy them heart. And Samuel will begin to lay out what manner of king Uno go and get. You guys sit there, just want a king. It's not how it plays. We, for the Lord and I, are the Lord of downloading me to tell you what king you going to have. Go and control your daughters and your sons. In go and control your vineyards. In go and make your nice, nice girls, them who should be elevated in certain jobs. They're going to be only cooks and confectionaries. In go and take your young men who should be looking good jobs and really stand up for certain things. In go and use them as horsemen to make chariots and all these things. In say some of them go and even run before the chariots when I'm in it, when the king is in it. That's the kind of king you go and get. And the people sat there and they listened to all these things that Samuel showed them. And it didn't mean a thing to them. They said, we still need that king. You know how many times some people get correction, go in the wrong direction, and you are giving them a word to divert them from the wrong things. And they still didn't care. They just want to do what they plan to do. Some people, they are going down the wrong pathway. And you know that they're going to damage themselves. But you know what? Them say, I plan it. You cannot tell me what to do. I'm my own boss. And just allow me to do what I want to do. I feel to do it. And I'm comfortable doing it. And you cannot detour me from what I'm going to do. Well, well, well. Go ahead. And it's only when some of them have reached a very hard spot that they realize what you were saying was right. And some of them, before they repent, they want you to come and arms and gloves up with them because guess what? I make a mistake, so come and just polish it off. It doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. We are Christian people. Jesus is decent in all his plans and his doings. So you don't come and interrupt and think Jesus is going to cut corners to put you in his kingdom. He's going to clear you of certain situation and no repentance, no looking and seeking after God. And Jesus just hides eyes you up in the kingdom. It doesn't work like that. You have to repent and confess and get back to your grounds before you can be accepted. So the people decided, we will still have our king. No problem. Just give you our king. They refused to obey the voice of Samuel. And they said, nay, but we will have our king. My God. That we may also be like other nations. I'm going to stop here for a while. That we may also be, may be like all other nations. 
you want to take a pause at this statement. One of the things that is messing up Christendom today, everybody wants to be the same and that doesn't work with God. You and I can be the same in spirit. You and I can be the same in worship. But is not every bag and panak is saying God. And that's a kind of Jamaican thing. Not every bag and panak is saying the same thing. You have to weigh out some things by the word and to find your rightful place in God. Don't let nobody fool you by telling you everybody going to heaven. Talk to some people and man, you don't say nothing much about me. I'm going to heaven. Are you doing the right thing? Are you baptizing the right way? Are you filled? Are you working for God in the way that he wanted to be? Are you think you have the right to operate your way? It doesn't work like that. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord. And so the people decided, listen, we want to be like other nations. And that's a thing that is troubling people's mind. We want to be like Tom over there. Why didn't the church paint like over there? Why didn't the church wear the same thing they wear? Why didn't the church do this? Why didn't we do this? Why didn't we do that? And now it reaches a state where people want to come and to mess up the church and want to bribe people to be on their side. Praise the Lord Jesus. If you notice, the Bible said, Samuel's son, they take bribe. Is that what we want in our church? To bribe the pastor, to bribe the elders, to bribe other folks, to come on our side? It doesn't work like that. We are children of God and we better get back to the word and hear what the word says. Praise the Lord Jesus. And so when we look at the whole picture here, it is so clear that they have divert, diverted from God's way, God's rulership, God's leadership, and have turned to get their own king. If you should read further down in the book of 1 Samuel 9, 10 and go down, you will see where Saul was anointed king over Israel. And the whole story is there. Were they successful? Were they successful? Did they achieve what they want? No. Because they get a king that God give, didn't give them. And so we have to be careful what we see and what we ask for. Be careful what you see and what you ask for. Be careful what you see and what you desire to have. And the purpose to which you desire it. Is it a clean desire that God is working with? Or you just feel to have and feel to get and feel to want? Is God in the picture? Let's check it out. Praise the Lord Jesus. Praise the Lord Jesus. We look at 1 Kings 18. I was looking at it. Elijah was a man of God. And Elijah 
right-hand man was Jehazi. In Nehemiah's time, Elijah, we know the story well. Nehemiah wanted to be healed and he think that Elijah would come at his place and administer the healing. But Elijah the prophet said, no, go and tell him, go dip in Jordan seven times and his skin will become clean. Now we begin to be rebel and a little damsel said, master, if somebody had asked you to do certain things, you'd have done it. Now the man of God is telling you to go for your own good to be healed and you don't want to go. Why? What's up? Finally, he decided to go. No problem. Went down to Jordan, dipped himself seven times. His skin become clean. Follow the direction of God. Then he desired to give Elijah the prophet gifts. Clothing, gold, and whatever it is. And Elijah said, no, we don't want nothing. We don't. You see, there's a thing, you know. God's business is not paved with money, man. Don't even come with your money to ask, to, to, to pay for your healing, your deliverance. Uh, some issues is going on church life nowadays. Everybody believe money talks and money do this. Let me tell you, you just need the favor of God. You just need the favor of God in your life. You don't have to go around with millions of dollars, big car, big house. Put them aside. You need the favor of God in your life. And so, Nehemiah decided to give, give gifts. Elijah said, no, we don't want it. But Jehazi, who is right and man who should know better and been following his master and be lazy with his master in everything. He should be so close to his master, whatever his master says goes. Him look at the gifts. Be careful of gifts. Him look at the gifts and says, man, this thing is suitable and my master I want it. I'm going to write down there, man. Him write down there, man. He said, Nehemiah, the master said, those gifts that you were giving away, give it to me, give it to me. The master sent me for it. And he hide it and was going around. Elijah said to him, Jesus, did you go to Nehemiah for those gifts? He couldn't deny it. Elijah said, the leprosy that Nehemiah had, you going to have it now. The Bible said in the leprosy from Nehemiah, that Nehemiah left off, it fell upon him. And he was a leper until he died. Now, virgin, I have a few minutes left. Now, virgin, look at it. You see that thing named gifts? We better be careful. Some people give you gifts, you, 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 you got to see God if them give you in the right thing or if you should accept it. Some people give you gifts and the Holy Ghost is beckoning to you. Don't accept. Don't accept. Because the gift can turn your world around. I'm not saying nobody should accept gift from nobody, but I'm saying some gifts. Better be careful before you accept it. 
Because there are a lot of things that go on in this earth. And you cannot be naive to some things that people carry, come put in your hands and say, peace, my child, go in peace. It's not so it works. Make sure the wisdom of God is directing you in all things, not only in gifts, but in all things you do. Make sure the eternal God is with you. Praise the Lord Jesus. That's Naaman. Have you ever looked at Balaam and Balak? In Numbers 22, one down the line. Balak saw Israel circling around his domain. And Balak said, man, these people, they are going to get us. And so he called Balaam. The prophet Balaam was a man, you know, powerful. Anybody Balaam curse them, curse. And any man him bless them, bless. And him go to Balaam and tell some friends to go and tell Balaam to come and curse Israel. And Balaam said, no, I cannot do it. Let me go check in with God and hear what God have to say. God said, Balaam, leave Israel alone. All right. The Bible says that they went to Balaam, Balak, and tell him that Balaam refused. In send back again, demanding that Balaam come and curse Israel. It wasn't so again, the same message come back to him. I think it was the third time. In promised him no gifts. And promise him some goodies that he may come and curse Israel. All these things he will get, change of garment and all the rest of it. Balaam go back and see God again. God said, didn't I tell you not to go and curse Israel? Well, go then, go, 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 go. You see, <laughs> you make God get fed up with you. <laughs> God said, go, go, curse him. But don't you... Put a word of curse unto Israel. So he went this time. And every word that come out of his mouth. When he think it was a curse word. is a blessing to Israel. Virgin. If you talk to God and God said don't. Why you go back to God? You know why? Because of the gifts. The clothing. The clothing. And the gold and the silver and whatever you, it enticing. Gifts is an enticing thing, you know. It entice you and you will gravitate to it. But when God says don't, you be careful. Praise the Lord Jesus. Many people, their faith have been crushed by the natural things in this life. And people are wandering in spirits. They are not fully equipped to go with God all the way. Simple things detour them from the presence of God. Simple things make them detour from the presence of God. And the word is dear to counteract the natural things 
and bring us into spiritual order. Praise the Lord Jesus. First Corinthians 2, 1 to 5, it says, Paul says, And I, brethren, when I came to you, came not with the excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring to you, unto you, the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing word of man's wisdom, but in the demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. I just read a scripture to show you that Paul don't want to hear much about the natural, the temporal. You see, I just don't want to hear anything from anybody save Jesus Christ and him crucified. He said, my preaching and my teaching was not with enticing word. What? That's what the world is craving after. Enticing word. You know, you, you say something and it tickle them and they, they jump in church. You, you, you watch some song we used to sing and when the jump set keep going, you see some people dance off their feet. But it is not so much in the spirit but it's just a show. It's just an outward thing. Not saying that people can't dance in the spirit. But you watch them. Just an old show. Old, a show. To say, well then, man, it's good, good, good. But is it really good? Is it touching your heart? Is your heart saying something? So Paul says, I don't want to hear those kind of things. He said, my preaching was nothing with enticing words. Because... I don't want to hear anything but the testimony of God. And then now he said that your faith, I'm, I'm, I'm helping you here, that our faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the wisdom of God. And that's where many people's faith lies, in the wisdom of men. What man can do, what man can say, how men can hang a thing, that's where their faith lies and not in God. Be careful what you see and what you ask for. Be careful of what you desire and the purpose for which you desire it. Be careful of the job that you really want and not the one that God will give you. Be careful of some gifts. Mighty God. Be careful of some clothes that you wear. Be careful of some friends that you associate with. Be careful even of some brethren that you're linking with. Because sometimes God is showing you a move. And showing you, man, be careful because the person you're hooked up with is not for your spiritual growth. The person you're hooked up with is not to elevate you spiritually. 
And boy, I don't know why some of us deal with negative people like they are our pot of gold. A negative person should never be your pot of gold, you know. Let God be. Praise the Lord Jesus. Let God be. And so we find ourselves in difficulties when we begin to reason the way we want to reason and begin to live the way we want to live and begin to operate the way we want to operate. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. I, I look at Galatians 1 and verse 6 to 12. And the other statement here, I just want to share with you and I'll close off. Paul says, man, I marvel that you are so soon removed from him that called you into the grace of Christ unto another gospel. In other words, somebody was mixing it, setting it up and fixing the gospel. He said, I marvel, man. We teach you one thing and I marvel that you, you soon be shaken. You so soon remove. Which is not another gospel, but there be some that trouble you and would pervert or change the gospel of Christ. But he said, though we are an angel from heaven, preach any other gospel unto you than that which he have preached unto you, let him be a curse. Don't, 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 don't accept nothing else. Set yourself in order to believe one gospel. And that is what I bring to you. As we said before, so say I again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that he have received, let him be a curse. For do I now persuade men or God? Or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I would not be the servant of Christ. But I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which was preached of me is not after man. For I neither receive it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Man, we are in trouble. He said, I feel it. You, you know, the, the gospel word that you guys get, I, I, I see you baffling over it. And you're so shaking, you're so removed from it. And him say, you know, to another gospel. And it's not so much of another gospel, but some people in Christendom trouble you. You're worshiping with us, but you're troubling us. Mighty God. You're living and worshiping with us, but you, you are doing some things to trouble the body, defeat. And weak persons are gravitating to what you've been doing. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Don't detour people from the faith. Don't, 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 don't. They, they use other word. Don't tutor people out of the faith. Don't draw them out. Let people receive Christ and accept Christ in their life. Don't trouble them. But if any man preach any other gospel unto you 
than that we have, have preached. Let him be a curse. That means if the man of the Torian tell us to some virgin in church, a hypocrite and all these things, don't listen. Keep yourself pure. I certify you, brethren, that the gospel which I was preached to me is not after man. Some of us, we were sleeping when God injected this gospel in us. Some of us, we were going about our own business when God injected this gospel in us. Some of us were at the party and God just pulled us out and full us with his word. We received the Holy Spirit, some of us, before we were even baptized. And we couldn't shift from it. But no, Paul said it seemed like somebody has shifted you from the fear that you used to have. How come you allow people after many years to be detouring your feet? How come you allow people to messing up your understanding that you don't even know if you're going right or you're going left? Mighty God. How it happened? Even an angel come telling you these things and detouring your spirit. Move him from your man. Don't listen. Perverting the gospel of Christ. Praise the Lord. Be careful. Be careful. I can only say be careful. Hold on to what you get. Don't let nobody detour you. Hold on. Identify where you are. And keep the faith. I encourage you tonight. Be encouraged. Mark them that cause division, the Bible says. And those who are walking disorderly. No matter who, as long as he's not pulling the right way, the gospel way, don't fellowship with them. I see some things happening in Christendom. From a long time, I find out that some people hook up with some people, and if they're even wrong, you can't tell them they're wrong because your body, body, your friend, and so if other people don't hook up with those persons, it's caused vexation. It caused you to pull away from the church and it come like the church is one-sided. Because some with Apollos and some with Paul. It doesn't work like that. Be careful. Be very careful. Some people will tell you that, man, Pastor, it's a wonderful job. One other set will come and say, boy, I think him sip up in this area, you know. And sometimes you gravitate to what others are saying. Search out the thing and put yourself in the way of God. Don't let nobody shift you from the gospel of Jesus Christ. Don't let nobody shift you from your feet. Stand firm in your feet, hold on, stand strong and give him glory and praise. Hallelujah. Don't let nobody shift your feet. Hold on. It's just a little while longer. Just hold on. Keep it real. It's not everybody real. Not everybody really, the Jesus himself said, not everybody said, Lord, Lord shall enter. But he that doeth the will. 
you have some people, them not real. Them real in them face, but in their heart, their heart is not real. Corrupt mind, covetous. What I see you have, I want it, and it is. it shouldn't be you, it should be me. Mighty God, I better stop now because, wow, what a world. But brethren, just be careful. What you see and what you ask for. Ask for something that is in the will of God. When you say ask for, I see people asking for job, cars, house, and all these things. I have never seen much people asking for, I would like to move of God that will put me in the presence of God. Ask for a move of God that God, I want to be anointed that anybody I touch the healing virtue, leave out of me and do healing in your name. I want you, Jesus. Paul says that I may know him and the power of his resurrection and the fellowship of his suffering. Moses know God and Moses said to God, show me your glory. The man who could identify with God, the man see some things. The man go up to talk to God and when he come back, the children of Israel could not look in his face because him shine like the glory of God. And Moses said, I want to see your glory. God says, Moses, I can't, I can't show you anything more. Because any man see me, they are going to die. But Moses didn't care. He just wanted to see the glory. And we today, we turn the thing around. We want to see natural things. We want to see natural things coming to us. We want to see natural things where we can boast up and shout that we are blessed. Blessings, brethren, is not natural things. Blessing is when you are blessing God. Holy Ghost. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God bless you tonight. God bless you, Pastor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah.